Oh my god, is that Kevin Bishop and Matt Knight? Chick and... May. Shut up and sit down. From the classiest radio station on the air, this is... Checkmate. Howdy fellow kings and queens, this is Kevin Bishop here with Matt Knight for another episode of Checkmate with Bishop and Knight. This is resuming our part two of the 21 questions that we were recording last time. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Go ahead and do so. Matt's going to give you the, the URLs here. So we are on Facebook. That's Facebook.com forward slash Bishop and Knight. Oh, it's Instagram.com forward slash Checkmate underscore podcast. And you can go to our website, CheckmateWithBishopandKnight.com. Email it's, us, send us money, all that good stuff. It's everywhere the internet is. It's better than Visa. It, actually, we're in more places than Facebook was last week. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. Monday was fun. I got so much more work done. You actually work at work? <sighs> you know, sometimes. Baba Bowie. I don't know why I think that's so funny. I don't either. It's great, though. Coolest place you've ever been would be the start-off question for this resuming segment. that I have ever been. No lie. Say word? All cap. Ain't never told no lie? No cap. Pull up. Does anyone know what the no cap means? Yeah. I don't. Cat cap is slang for crap. Cat cap? Cap. Oh, cap. It's cap and crap. So cap means crap. Like no. Crap. So no So no cap means like no lie. Yeah. No BS. Yeah. I ain't bullshitting you. <laughs> Let's go. No cap. <laughs> no cap. Damn, I've been to a lot of places, but I don't consider any of them to be really cool. Uh, That's sad. Yeah. You've been to my house. I Fuck mean, you. <laughs> so the only thing I can really think of is Dollywood. When he's <laughs> sorry. Shut up. Uh, in in October, I think they do their uh, their old world craft festival. Um, they have. Glass blowers, um, metallurgists, uh, horseshoers, the old like the old cast iron welders. Um, what did they call a blacksmith? Yeah, there you go. That's just a lot of what they did. Yeah. So what is a metallurger? What is that? What a metallurgist, where they metallurgist. Yeah, they like melt the, the metal and make things like jewelry. Um, so like smelting and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're called metal. Metal of what? I don't know if that's the correct term, but <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm swearing it can't be. <laughs> I'm referring to him as a metallurgist. <laughs> Got metallurgist. All right, we need to Google what a metal <laughs> metallurgist is. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let that live in your Google her, uh, history. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> so you think while you're looking that up, Dollywood is the coolest place you've ever been? Haven't you Do- been overseas? Not to say Afghanistan was cool, but yeah, like no. haven't you? I mean, you went to didn't you? I you mean, went to Shannon, was, Ireland, right? 
Yeah, I was in their airport. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Dollywood's cooler than that airport. I've been in that airport. Yeah, uh, I saw a whole bunch of people, uh, like yourself, a bunch of military personnel. You could tell who was going and who was coming back. The expressions on their faces were very different. Yeah, uh, metallurgists are materials scientists who specialize in metals such as steel, aluminium, iron, and copper. They often work with alloys, metals that are mixed with each other or other elements to create materials with specific desirable properties. Hmm. Uh, iron. I bet you say salmon too. No, I'm just I've, I mispronunciated <laughs> it on purpose. <laughs> Um, Being fastest on the wrong syllable. If you want to become a metallurgist, go to www.environmentalscience.org. I feel like it should be metallurgist, like a like a meteorologist, like a metallurgist. I'm thinking of a urologist, like, and I'm thinking the metal doesn't have a urinary tract for you to examine. I mean, it could. Iron Man. Iron Man. That's what you've got to smelt into. That's what that's what Iron Man's urologist is called. Is a metal urologist. What's his name? Jarvis. That was his computer program. Yeah, but then it became Vision. Yeah, yeah. All right, so what's your what's your question for me, pimp? Uh, do you believe in karma? I believe in, I do. I'm a big believer that what goes around comes around. Um, you know, great I think Justin Timberlake song. <laughs> I think it's a little bit selective. Like, I don't think just because you rob somebody, you're going to get robbed. But I think it's kind of like following a, an accumulation of good deeds. If you're a shitty person, shitty things will happen to you. If you try and put good out in the world, I think, generally speaking, good things will kind of come your way. I like to think that that's true, but <clears throat> at the same time, you look at a lot of really filthy, rich, shitty people out there. Well, because, again, but, you know, they still have miscarriages. They still, you know, get harassed in the media. Like, you know, good isn't always just wealth. I think that's a factor that can influence some people's mindset. But Yeah, but I 100% believe that money can buy happiness. Oh, I'm right there with you, buddy, because trust me, uh, poverty will ensure some sadness. But at the same time, you know, I, I just don't think that just because you're rich, you're guaranteed to be happy. I mean, hell, well, how, I worked at a country club. I can guarantee you I've seen some miserable rich fucks. So it, it is what it is, but I don't think it's everything. I think it's a huge portion, though. I'll, I'll give you that. So my question for you now is, what would your wrestling name be? Bonus points, Would your outfit? what would your outfit look like? So, gosh, I have like, uh, I have a wrestling podcast and I go by like a different moniker every week. <laughs> so like one, one week I introduce myself as Matt Daddy Dangly Knight, uh, Matt Knighthausen. Cause oh, there's a, there's so a, it's all based on wordplay. Yeah. There's a wrestler that's called Dan Housen and he's, um, very, very nice, very evil. Like you can't be all evil because people won't like you, but so you have to be very nice, but you also have to be very evil. He's got a weird, uh, he, he talks about himself like he is, if Conan O'Brien was an evil professional wrestler that painted his face like Pazuzu off of The Exorcist, that, nice. that would be him. So, nice. And he, he does random stuff, like he puts housing on the, like I'm talking into the microphone housing right now. Uh, okay, so that's kind of his yeah. gimmick. Uh, but so I, how I McDonald's puts Mick in front of everything. He yeah. puts housing after. Yeah, at this phase in my life, though, I would probably be um, Christian the Dad Bod Matthews. <laughs> Ooh, now is it going to be like a giant circle painted around the Dad Bod? No, no, no. <laughs> I would, I would, I would just dress like I normally do when I get out of the shower, as you see me right now, with like a random T-shirt from the drawer and some athletic shorts and probably my my Nike slides. Uh, that's how uh. I would come to the ring, smoking a cigarette. See, I would say, the you know, wrestling, seldom does a wrestler have a shirt on. So I'm going to say 
You'd have to be in gym shorts and white New Balance, no shirt, a cigarette, a blaze, one regrettable tattoo somewhere. If I had, a, I if have, I had to curate your, I have quite a few, so I'd have a cut off T-shirt <laughs> that would show my my, my Rockingham County tattoo work. Is that your uh, Is that your midriff would have to be exposed? No, 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 just just my 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 arms. Okay, oh, so you mean cut off like this sleeveless? Yeah, but I could do like the 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 the. The tassel cutoffs where you cut off from the bottom up to around <laughs> the, the old Hulk Hogan shirt. The, uh, Randy Savage uh, did yeah, that one in fact, and yeah. tied little knots in the bottom of it. No, yeah. Otherwise, it's it's either fringe or it's tassel. Yeah. You gotta have the knot to make it a tassel. Yeah, and I would probably do some sort of Macho Man impersonation with my with my gimmick Dream as well. I'm coming for you, and you will rue <laughs> the day. Yep, you will. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite. That and uh, what is it? Is it Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, those yeah, are, yeah, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Stuart, do it, yeah, <laughs> do it again, the horror, <laughs> do it, do it, do it again. But uh, yeah, I would, uh, and I would not have like an entrance. I would just come out from under the ring with my cigarette. I oh, said, so do you have to park the lawnmower first and then get in the ring? Um, golf cart. I'd get off a of golf. No, I just pop out from under the ring like you know, surprise, motherfucker. And and there we go. <laughs> My my ring gear, we've already been over that. It, anything to hide how out of shape I am uh, and possibly... In Is it a trampoline then? And it, it would have to be stuff that hasn't been washed in a while. That way my smell would intimidate the other wrestler into not wanting to spend too much time in the ring with me. Therefore, I, I wouldn't get gassed. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't get gassed. I'd be... I, I gotta be honest. Honestly, like, as of late, if I did half the routines, I'd be winded early dude i've i've seen these guys just doing like running the ropes and mm-hmm. i'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> they've been done that twice yeah i'd I, be on the floor i mean th- these rings are like 20 foot by 20 foot i'm like wow they just they just did like 60 feet that's, are they that wide that's, that's they they, they right? range from like 14 to 20 feet okay because that's what i was kind of thinking like for some reason, I wanted to believe like eighteen more than twenty. Not like it's a big fucking difference. But, you know. So getting into the technicality of it, as as the wrestling historian that I am, WCW uh, had a sixteen foot ring. WWE had a twenty foot by twenty foot. So a lot of the WCW guys going to WWE and vice versa when they were trading people off yeah. had an issue. Not only because of the size of the ring and the amount of steps you had to take yeah, were so different. Your left and right would be wrong. You had to yeah. adjust your steps, but also WWE always used um, industrial strength rope, and WCW used elevator cable. So you have the different tensile strengths and tensions on the uh, ring ropes that you're having to compensate for, especially for these guys like the luchadors who are coming off the ropes. The acrobatics involved, yeah. Right, right. Even just yeah, I mean, even when you're slamming, like if you've got to. I see them, you know, take the one arm, slam them into the ropes as if that was some punishment. I like never really the, uh, figured that out. But then the way they kind of spring off, I imagine if you're if you're rehearsed, if you're a pro, like a lot of these guys are, they spent a lot of time rehearsing and doing that, you know, 10 years or more, and then you go switch rings. Right. You're just, your whole rhythm's going to be thrown off. Of, yeah, it, it reminds me of my, my favorite wrestling meme of all time that's uh, Andre the Giant slinging Ric Flair into the ropes, and it's a play on the Willow Smith song, and it's I, I whip Ric Flair back and forth. <laughs> I whip Ric Flair back and forth. I whip Ric Flair back and forth. Yes. Nice. Run, bitch! Run! That's <laughs> what I would do if Andre the Giant was after me. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. I'd run slower from a bear. <laughs> right. All right, what is your favorite season of the year? Falltober, baby. We are living it right now. Autumn? Spooky season. Do you like the warm part of autumn? 
that we're in right now or the the colder, crisper part? Because last year I feel like, and I only remember this because my son's birthday is coming up, but it was colder already. Like I feel like I was wearing at least like a fleece to work yeah, at we this did, point. It wasn't an eventful winter. However, the cold snap came in early. Early and stayed. Yeah. Stayed. Yeah, it was it was jacket season pretty like once it got here it stayed. I feel like I mean there weren't too many Indian summers through that. Well there was a false fall for like a week. Where yeah, it got and cold. we got that this year too. We had like a good four or five days. Uh, last year it was like a week and a half to two weeks though of like you really needed a jacket rather than oh, yeah, being kicked back up to the 80s. Rather than being yeah. upper sixties and now we're we're starting to dwindle off a little bit. Mm. But um oh it's the crisp cool, like put jeans on. And kind of feel now, you know, here in North Carolina, you, noon is hot, especially in the sun. Like, it's just, it's going to get warmer, but you know, you can have. I see. I don't like it when you need the jacket in the morning and you're sweating at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. That's the part that pisses me off. And then you come home or you you get done with everything, and voila! Now you you step back outside and you're like, holy shit! I wish I had my jacket. Yeah. Um, I do like it when you can kind of keep the jacket or the a hoodie, a sweatshirt, a pullover, something right. like that. Yeah, so I mean, a just, cardi- cardigan. <laughs> I have my Pull cardigan over. game used to be Pull used to be a little bit strong. Um, so yeah, I, I say the cooler. There's something about the air. It's like your phlegm tastes a little more like chocolate. Like people get ready for the holidays. There's a little bit of an electricity in the air. People start buzzing around. That that back to school's already kind of over. You know, people are looking forward. They're you know they're starting to advertise differently. You're starting to hear things that are familiar from childhood. Yeah, all of it in tow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of there with you. I miss summer. Like I I I I don't like fall because of summer going out. But I'm happy that Halloween spooky season is mm-hmm. my is my favorite holiday. Um, and we've got the horror movies coming on, and yeah, that's a huge thing for you. Hopefully, by the time oh yeah, dude, I she's already tired of it this year. We need a we need. I believe we talk about. <laughs> snooze Uh, what a i mean because that's we've even talked about you know this 21 question idea doing dedicating an episode are we going to do movies is that what we're thinking i mean i we've got the possibilities are endless uh i like i kind of want to do maybe a i don't know if it's a 21 questions i I definitely want to do at least a top 10 list at some point so my idea was because when we ask 21 questions a piece these episodes end up going for like two two to four hours (laughs) um which is fine if you guys like that. I'm I'm glad to give you the content, and give it's, us easy, the feedback. it's easy for us to do. But I think if we do ten questions a piece with one bonus question at the end, that'll be easier. And we could do it on you know twenty one questions about your favorite horror movie, or twenty one questions about horror movies, or twenty one questions about. That's from Squid Game. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. so good. I actually, I'm sorry, the only five minutes of it I've seen is when I came over your house uh, last. So, and so I, I got di- five minutes of the beginning of the second episode. Yeah, so I got distracted on that and ended up going back and watching it because I thought it looked like kind of stupid at first. and Because mm-hmm. I, I, I missed, I watched like 15 or 20 minutes of it, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I go back upstairs, and she was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever watched. And then <laughs> I see it blowing up on social media. And her, she and I have very differing tastes on most things. Yep. And I was like, okay, I'll probably like it. So I went back and watched, and I like, I binged it this past weekend. Like really? I started Saturday morning when I got up with the boy, 
turned it on nice. and watched it pretty much all day in between like cleaning up around the house and stuff and I thought it was I thought it was really good. I will say that's your most feminine quality. The ability to watch something and perform household chores. Well I pause. I know, but at the same time, like I get sucked in and realize I haven't done shit. Well, I also take Adderall, so it doesn't exactly allow me to just not do shit. Is that Adderall? Is that cocaine? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's a different carboxyl group from methamphetamine. I think it's like one. It's it's legal methamphetamine. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it, it helps is. me stay on it's task. Legal, legal so, math, yeah. yeah. So I take it. <laughs> that's one important molecule. Um, yeah, I know it's it's funny. You know, this is a total aside as far as everything we're talking about. When it, when I first started taking it, my boss at work was like, "What are you doing differently? You're so nice to people." I'm like what? It's like you're just engaging, and this was a sales position. She was like, "You're engaging in conversation, just like you're talking, you're asking about their needs." It's <laughs> like you couldn't shut up. Like, could normally, you? you're an asshole. Oh yeah, I'm on. I'm on that. I'm on that good, good. <laughs> so I can't shut up when I Do- talk to people. Doctor hit me with that script, bro. Yeah, he hit me with that. You're gonna be the salesperson of the month, bro. <laughs> uh, alrighty. Next question: ass or titties? Ass all day long. Ass, 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 ass. I'm like the motherfucker rammer time. That's what I do when I used to see the ass in the club. Yay! A little skirts. Little skirts and girls used to be wearing. Inferno in Greensboro, shout out. Hell yeah. If you've made it through there, then you cannot catch COVID. But you can catch STDs. Facts. You probably have beaten a few. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a friend of mine looked around at the group and goes, who hasn't had chlamydia? And I was like, um, me, I have not. <laughs> what has two thumbs and hasn't had chlamydia? Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> who are those thumbs pointing to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd outrun that chlamydia up in, uh, <laughs> in there, boy. I don't think you have any idea how fast I really am. I'm fast as fuck, boy. So I'd be telling that chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really know how fast I am. What would you do if you could travel back in time? Be white anywhere. (laughs) 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 I've left the chat. (laughs) Uh, Actually, uh, Waifu asked me that, uh, like jokingly. I think it might have been talking about uh, having the the ladies write the questions for this one. That might have been where it came from. Yeah. Um, Just, I mean, that's always the joke is that only white people could ever time travel. Like, unless you go back to, like, Egyptian times, we're, we're pretty safe. Well, let's, um, oh, what is the joke? What do you call uh, a black man in outer space? An astronaut, you're racist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, I mean, okay, so if I could time travel, though, I don't really have any motivation or ambition to go see what the dinosaurs, uh, dinosaurs, yeah, you go shop for dinos. No, um, see what they're up to, put myself in that kind of danger. You don't want to go see some turtle sex? <laughs> <laughs> <Is that what laughs> that is? Yeah. Um, even then, the, man, the Middle Ages—it just keeps going. <laughs> I'm not pressing the button again. That's why. The you know, even the Middle Ages, I, like they didn't have central air. They didn't have you know, good working heat. You know, toilet paper. Yeah, there's a lot of things I don't want to live without. I'm not thinking that I'm going to travel back any farther than like you know, 70s. You know, 50s. 60s. I'd go 50s. Part of me is a little disillusioned with the 50s because they say that's like when the American dream was in a full swing. But then, you know, now we look back and it was for the middle class white guy. And that's about it. There were all these like 
hidden problems. And that's what brought on social rights or, you know, civil rights movements and whatnot. So to me, I don't have a longing for the leave it to beaver lifestyle. Um, but I think, you know, a little bit more open, a little bit more diverse things were getting talked about. Like fashion was God horrendous in the seventies, but sixties and seventies, like I might want to see some of those things. You take that back. What? Fashion was horrendous in the seventies. I'm sorry. Do you want to go back and look at the browns that were everywhere? And I mean, like just from orange to yellow to coffee brown, like they had every variation in between, and I don't know why they used so much of it. Sideburns, wide collars, and bell bottoms. All I'm saying. And accordions were popular. The Lawrence Welk Show. Hello. pass uh it's just one of those things like you know i'd like to see some of that i mean you know the free love and hippie and all that jazz like that was that seems really fun i'd like to take part in that i definitely would have been a part of it if i'd been back then probably um i wondered if i would have been such a staunch republican that i am today if it was back then if i'd have been like oh man these guys have pot (laughs) i don't think i would have had the exposure to now i mean i would have i would have probably been raised in a conservative catholic household uh, which, God, you want to talk about conservative back then would have been, you know, let's talk about how my mother was raised. But at the same time, you know, her leniency and whatnot comes from having dealt with that era. I would have been Red Foreman. I've, I for, see for a fact. Hands down. I would just be angry in my green recliner. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's nah, it's just, I want to, I'd like to experience things when they were a different time. Uh, but really, it's not like I want to go back to the 1800s or some shit. I really don't. There's nothing appealing about a horse-covered wagon or a horse-drawn wagon. What about like pre-Egypt, like the ancient Sumerians who they say had all this alien technology but their society was wiped out? Like the out. lost city of Atlantis? I don't know if that was That's, around that timeline. Found but, remnants of a PC because they found a golden square or well, a rectangular box and well, they think... There's a lot of like legend that goes back to the ancient Sumerians and the their ability to... I also uh, chalk it up to conspiracy well, theory, too. Yeah, but their ability to communicate with other dimensions and a lot of the, 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 a lot of the horror movie lore hmm. somehow ropes back in with ancient yeah. Sumerian stuff. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's one of those things that I never really bought into it. I mean, I think as easily as that could come about, you could have had somebody on some primitive peyote that decided to write on a wall, and that's what we think the past was. That's the Bible. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a very Christian person. I'm actually a reverend. 
I was ordained by the Universal Light Church of California to marry my friends. Uh, so if anybody <laughs> wants a um, over the uh, internet OTA. over the internet baptism, <laughs> it's your boy, the one you keep, Reverend Knight. Then why do you keep asking everyone if they want a brisk? I mean, that's the thing. That's the smoked meat. No, that's a brisket. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to have a whole bunch of moil. Um, that was easy. <laughs> Alrighty. So, would you rather have your kids each multiply into twins or your house cut in half? And that is half by square footage. Yeah, cut that bitch in half. I'll need more fucking kids. Fuck them kids. I'll take half the space. I can, I've been wanting to live in a tiny house forever. <laughs> Give, I, there's this $4,500 storage unit that they sell or storage building that they sell at Home Depot. It's two stories. Shit, I live in that. I'm not, not with, I ain't, no, no, four kids? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Two is enough. <laughs> two is enough. Especially the one that acts like her damn mama. Shit. So that's, that's, uh, that's wifey sauce part two. All day. Well, she an ass. I love her, but she an asshole. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, what was your favorite cartoon as a child? It's either Rocco's Modern Life or either that or Doug. Something was really endearing about those shows. I mean, they were they were like a good cartoon for somebody who couldn't wait for teenhood. You know, for as hot as they made Patty Mayonnaise out to be, <laughs> she had the ugliest voice. She had the voice yes. of like a 60-year-old woman. Yeah, and what's funny is that uh, one of my ex-girlfriends... Uh, a guy that we used to work with kept like fixating on her voice, thinking that she should do radio ads and television voiceovers and whatnot. And he would call her Patty Mayonnaise, which, by the way, she sounded fucking nothing like Patty Mayonnaise. And I, he just kept using that as like he, he would just call her that. I'm like, you're an idiot on in like three ways right now. Like, a, she's a bitch. B, she doesn't sound like that. See, that's not a compliment. I don't know. Uh, he was also like way too old to be all the things involved. Funny, funny. Reference to that, I know a guy who is the actual real life Roger Klotz. Roger Klotz, Roger. Doug's arch enemy, the green kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's Gary Steele. Yeah, <laughs> he, is he Kirk Steele's brother? No, he's he's just Gary. Uh, <laughs> Gary. He's Gary. He's uh, anybody who knows Gary knows that Gary is. That's just Gary. I don't. He he loves golf, and he has put so many golf carts into so many ponds. <laughs> He's. I mean, he's a good guy. Is this guy old, young, no, he's, troublesome? He, he's, two, he's. If he's, he's a real two, life Roger, he's two or three years older than me. Very, very mischievous. Uh, very mischievous guy. But just, I don't know. When I met him in school, I was like, that guy is that's Roger Klotz right there. I know it. I know that's him. I don't know why I never remembered the last name was Klotz. I feel like I, you know, really should have. I think it was know, uh, Skeeter Valentine. Yes, you are correct on the Valentine. Yeah, because he was always the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's something about that show that was really endearing. They even had a revamp. Um, God, they they used to air on Saturday mornings on I think it was ABC. There was a couple different shows that would air with it, and I I even liked the remake. It wasn't the same. It wasn't, but I think overall, like Rocco, is actually Rocco's Modern Life. You know. I like that more, but I realized after a couple of years that there were no new episodes. Yeah. It was all just like basically like a season's worth. 
Or maybe there were two, but I it just felt bad for the turtle on that show. The turtle? On Rocco's Modern Life? The turtle. That was like his best friend, Philbert. I think his name was Philbert. No, there was Heffa, who was a Heffa cow. Heffa was the cow, but then and there then was... you had the, the toads. You had the big heads, Mr. and Mrs. Big yeah. Head, but then you had the turtle. I don't remember the turtle. I can tell you while you're looking that up, though. My dad, his favorite episode was when um, Mr. Mr. Big Head, um, he he stunk. Oh, I do remember now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was, like, kind of mopey. He was he, the Eeyore of the group. He was basically Woody Allen in turtle form. <laughs> yes, with the glasses especially. <laughs> why, um, why, why are you making fun of me, Rocco? <laughs> Come on, Rocco. That's not funny, Rocco. Um, but the, uh, spunky, but Mr. Ed, Mr. Big Ed, he, he stunk like eggs and they put him in this ball. And for some reason he gets really randy because they didn't censor our cartoons back then. Yeah. And he's going after Mrs. Big Ed and he's like, good old days. come here, you saucy thing, you. <laughs> and he's like chasing her in this damn bubble. It was hilarious. And he's obviously over, overly dramatically gay. Like his, ah, the, yeah. the theater in his voice. Yeah, he was definitely voiced by uh, somebody who came from the theater for sure. They were projecting quite Flat, a bit. Some, some, somewhat flamboyant. I won't but even the it. kids don't pick up on that shit. I mean, no, I yeah, didn't. No. I didn't know what homosexuality was until I sucked my first dick. So, you remember your first blowjob? The first one I gave or the first one I got? Oh, see now you're ruining the punchline. Oh yeah. yeah. I just watched uh, that episode of Sopranos. He goes, "I remember every blowjob I got." Hey Salvatore, you remember your first blowjob? He goes, "Yeah." How long did it take the guy to finish? <laughs> it's, uh, what's the joke? It's uh, uh, if you had your choice between giving up cheese or giving up blowjobs, which would it be? And you know, I text this to my buddies who are married. It's like, well, I just don't get don't get blowjobs anymore anyway. And I'm like, shit, for me, it'd be blowjobs because God, my jaw hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you take a ruined punchline and find a way to make it your own at that point. That's like a green light. <laughs> There we go. Actual audio from 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your dream pet? A pangolin. A what? A pangolin. A pangolin. A pangolin. Yeah. What, I'll what have, that is? I'll have to <clears throat> find the actual description of it to try to... It looks like an armadillo, but from China. Also known as scaly anteaters are mammals of the order Folidota. The one extant family, the Mandae, has three. You don't care about any of this. I'm trying to find a brief. I'm trying to think. It's the most trafficked animal in the world. What? There's a rumor that this is where COVID came from. It looks like it does. It looks like a cute scaly anteater, and they can. It looks prehistoric. It's like an armadillo anteater, and they get you know about the size of a small dog. Uh, he just put up his hands to show about two feet long. Yeah, a small dog. I guess shot the size of a Shih Tzu. But yeah, they're the, the most trafficked animal in the world because their scales are rumored to have healing properties. That has to be the most trafficked maybe in the... The world. Eastern world. The world. There's no way they're importing that shit to the States. I would have... I mean, wouldn't we have heard well, about as this? Far as I mean, num- heard as about far it, as numbers go, as much as they are trafficked outside of the United States... That beats every animal that is also trafficked in the United States. Well, I'm just thinking that the United States would have to be part of said trade is all I'm, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, China and India are big enough. If there's a trafficking ring there, they got enough people to out-traffic us. Their meat is considered a delicacy, and the pangolin scales are used in a traditional medicine and folk remedies. 
All eight pangolin species are protected under national international laws, but they're still growing international illegal trade in pangolins. Based on reported seizures between 2011 and 2013, estimated 116,990 to 233,980 pangolins were killed. I am flooded with interest. They're, they're basically the new ivory. You know, the elephant yeah. tusk. Yeah. yeah. If only those were cuter than elephants. <gasps> Wait, they are. Yeah, I would just like to have like 30 of them in my yard, man. Like, give them a good home. They, they eat termites and ants, bugs, grubs. And Fair point. And they're cute. And I've heard that they make cute noises, too. <laughs> Interesting. My next question for you, Mr. Bishop, is what's your biggest pet peeve? What what really grinds your gears? What really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> Probably people who just don't know how to fucking speak. I mean, not knowing how to drive is bad enough, but when people mean to say not by any means and constantly say by no means, just or it's the way they come about saying it that fucks me up. Could of. <sighs> I could have. No, you could have, you I retard. Will, I will I mean, kill you. <laughs> it's just, I mean, to pull up specific examples, you know, I, I, I should have prepared an answer for this one, you know, but realistically, that's, that's what fucks me up the most. I mean, yeah. even just, well, like you said, mischievous. You know, I, I, I applaud you for your proper pronunciation of mischievous because mischievous. I watched, I was in a public speaking class and there was a list of words, radiator, radiator, you know, side by side, spelled phonetically how they're mispronounced and then spelled phonetically how to properly pronounce them. Mm-hmm. And, oh my God, this one lady goes, but this one's on the wrong side. It says mischievous and then says mischievous. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm looking at her like, no, you're the reason this fucking list has to exist because your parents didn't know how to fucking speak, so you don't either. She was grabbing the aluminum foil. Aluminum. <laughs> Basil, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm gr- grammatically, I'm kind of that, that way. Yeah, but I end sentences in participles all the time, too. Yeah, and I've edited enough of our podcast to, to to know that I think your 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 biggest pet peeve is my biggest pet peeve about you sometimes, where you you go on to something you try to like, no no this is what I'm saying was as soon as the thing is it's what it's happening was and I'm like I I have to edit all that out because he's going nowhere. Uh, you remind me of Michael Scott sometimes. You're like I just start a sentence. <laughs> And I don't know where it's going. I'll be honest. My ADD gets the better of me. I can see like in your mind when I'm editing this stuff and I've done enough of it to where I see that your mind is going, you have like eight lanes open and you don't know which you you want your car to be in and you're constantly switching lanes. And that's kind of why it it goes like that. Because it's like, this will justify the point I'm about to make by the time I get saying that, get done saying that the point I was trying to make, I have since forgotten. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where I need the pen and pad for my brain so that I can just like jot, make this point, and then start telling the story so that I can look back at the paper pad and go, for this point, that's what I was getting to. And I have to consciously make myself not um. I am so bad about umming. A lot of people have certain tics and qualities. Public speaking class, I think, killed a lot of that for me. Once you pay attention to how much you say um, mm-hmm. it annoys yourself to say it. Well, it annoys me to have to edit it out of hours of footage. 
Also, I stumble over words far more than I just say um. Right. And right. I know other people have their own their own version of um sometimes. Know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, uh, and yeah, I mean, just those things. Yeah, I had, I had a good, uh, well, I still consider him a friend. I'm just not in touch with him as much now, but uh, all through school, his thing was ayah. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. I, I know um, people. I know people that say that. It was an. I, uh, so I went I, uh, out to uh, the grocery store, I, uh, and I was picking up some I, uh, eggs. Since he has, he has grown out of that, which is great because I also went to school with a kid that had a very bad stutter, and he has completely. What, 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 what did he say? His was more of like a Tourette's stutter, in the fact that his body. Would almost convulse because he would, he would. <laughs> I went to the <laughs> oh, really? Walmart. Yeah. Was and it was it no was it traditional and I I didn't want to I know I made a joke but I'm not I don't hate on people with stutters and Tourette's mm. but the was it stress induced or you notice when he was I don't jazzed know. up about something excited that it I was don't, worse I don't know he was he was an overweight guy um, his brother had some birth defects I don't know if this might have been part of what he had but after high school like he he still had the stutter all through high school after high school he got into really good shape like jacked up shape nice got into law enforcement Mm, and i don't know if the well i think he's a corrections officer now or something like that which he this the nicest guy never really bullied because he was always a big guy and he had he was so nice that it's kind of the asshole kids in school stood up for him too I like that. To anybody who I was love those like stories. trying to bully him, especially if it was an, an upperclassman. You gotta be fucked up to try and do some shit like that, you know? Yeah. There were, I mean, there were, there was a, a girl that was, you know, quote unquote normal, but she was just an odd duck. There was nothing wrong with her. She was just fucking weird. Um, but like, it, and it's personal choice issues. The way you style your hair. Now, clothing. Kids make fun of kids for their clothing all the time, and the kid really has no control. They're not their parents' income levels and whatnot. But you fucking, you tell me you're allergic to soap, and yeah. your hair looks like absolute dog shit, and you don't try, you don't look anything close to the rest of us. And I'm sorry, I know back then you could have gotten some shit that looked closer to what the rest of us fucking wore and like what was trendy at all. I just really didn't care for it. like, and somebody I remember giving this speech like, "Oh, you think you're better than her, or you, mm. you're better than them?" And I'm like. Yes, fuck you. You're not friends with them either, you asshole. Don't make me feel bad. Yeah, you won't sit next to them on the bus because they smell so bad. I mean, maybe maybe they didn't smell that bad, but like at the same time, you know, there's other I'm, things I'm just that just make my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but there's other things that make you not want to be their bestie either. So how do you come at me? But at the same time, somebody with cerebral palsy. You know, we had a we had a kid that had some severe learning disability in our in my middle school. He was in my grade, so I saw him all three years, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I mean, it was glaring. The kid's clothes didn't fit. He was definitely autistic to some level, something on the spectrum, because mm-hmm. touch was a little odd. But everything else, and the kid was f- freaked out about trains, dressed up as Thomas the Train every Halloween. Yeah. Not a damn person made fun of him. A, the kid was like 6'5 in eighth grade. Right. <laughs> He'd beat the living shit out of any of us, because he also weighed probably 320 back then. Yeah. But at the same time, you would have had to have been the dumbest dick on the fucking planet to try and mess with this kid, because it was so obvious that something was wrong. You'd have been the bad guy. Mm-hmm. There's no, there was no, you know, bullying and and getting away with it for that. You know, so I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. My question: What would your death row meal be?
It's going to be a... Death Row Meals have a budget, don't they? Oh, shit, do they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure of that. Every movie acts like you can get lobster tail, filet mignon, an osabuco, a gabagool, uh, all right there on one plate if you want it. Last thing I was watching Castle Rock, he, he, she has macaroni and cheese and lobster tail and Cheerios. Okay, so uh, contemporary restrictions in the United States. In the United States, most states give the meal a day or two before execution and use the euphemism special meal. Alcohol or tobacco are usually but not always denied. Unorthodox or unavailable requests are replaced with similar substitutes. Some states place tight restrictions. In Florida, the food for the last meal must be purchased locally and the cost is limited to $40. In Oklahoma, cost is limited to $15. (laughs) Worst place to fucking die, Oklahoma. It ain't okay in Oklahoma. (laughs) In Louisiana, the prison warden traditionally joins the condemned prisoner for the last meal. Wait, this, uh uh-huh? The warden does? In Louisiana, the prison warden joins the the condemned prisoner for the last meal. On one occasion, the warden paid for an inmate's lobster dinner. Sometimes a prisoner asks to share the last meal with another inmate or has the meal distributed among other inmates. In September 2011, odd date, odd odd month and day there, the state of Texas abolished all special last meal requests after condemned prisoner and white supremacist Lawrence Russell Brewer requested a huge and expensive last meal and did not eat any of it, stating that he was not hungry. Yeah, so I think uh, I think the $40 thing is pretty hard line across a lot of states. My gosh, probably Steak and crab legs, a, a, a ribeye, and 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 is is a decent size, maybe the ten, nicest thing you can get from Red Lobster. Ten ounce ribeye, and probably that probably buy me a ten ounce ribeye and maybe two pounds of crab legs. Ooh, crab and, legs! And so I would uh, just give me a jug of the coldest sweet tea that you can find me. Bojangles, baby. If you can have my mama make it, <laughs> have her do it. <laughs> if not, let me make it because I know how I like my tea. I like it sweet enough to hurt my teeth. I don't I mean, like I don't like McDonald's tea. That stuff is too. Uh, that's see, stuff. now that's on par with how at least at least McDonald's down here in the south. That's exactly that's, how. I that's like. the that's the ninety three octane. I like the eighty seven <laughs> octane. Bojangles is about eighty nine. Uh, I got you. Now see, don't I'll, give me none of that like, unleaded like, shit. I like though. That Bojangles now. Now Bobo has some good tea. Wendy's has horrible tea. Well, see now the Wendy's didn't have horrible tea when I worked there because me and my. Three black female owners. We over budget uh, on the money. sugar, Zach. What are we doing? <laughs> Managers. Now, see, that was the funny part was the one manager, she knew the ratio. And she kept bitching at me because I put too much sugar in. And I watched her put, I mean, half a fucking cup less than I put in. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? You know, she, it was, it was such a minor difference in yeah. sugar. And honestly, it, I got to say, though, she saved a little bit of sugar. It tastes just about the same. Gotta kind of give it to her. Hmm. Hey, sometimes it'd be like that. Right, answer this question for me. This is just a side question. Crab legs. Mm-hmm. Is that, to me, it's more fun, or it, half the enjoyment of the crab legs is cracking them open and playing with the little tendons in the claw and making it open and close. Like mm-hmm. To me, the, the joy of getting the meat out is just as enjoyable as the meat I get out. Oh, you, That's why you go all you can eat, because you can burn as many calories eating <laughs> and cracking these bitches as you are, or cracking these things as you are, actually eating the meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like preparing an oyster. 
if I don't prepare the damn thing on the cracker, so I'm, I'm not somebody who just shoots them back. Yeah. So, but either way, but even even if I was, you got to separate it from the shell. You got to put your hot sauce on, whatever cocktail sauce, horseradish. Yeah, see, I'm like, a Worcester's Rockefeller type of guy. Okay, all right. But see, like, but Timmy, okay, so that so yours is already fully prepared for you. Yeah. See, I like the whole, I like the ceremonious delivery yeah. to my either, mouth. Either that or if I don't have a Wishers Rockefeller, they're going to be on the half shell, if not fried. See, fried, I tried fried. I had to eat such a fucking hush puppy with it. I'd rather just suck that thing back like a snot bugger. It's hard to find correctly fried oysters because some people don't clean what you oh, should. I had, them, I had them homemade fried, and they were, I know they were quality. Everybody yeah. was raving about them, saying, okay. you're going to love them. And I just... Huh. It took it took me a while. That's like the meat off a finger fried weird. It took me a while to get into oysters, not not mm. just fried, uh, but oysters. I think I started with oyster stew because my grandpa would always get that, mm. and he would just God, he went crazy over it. <laughs> and it's not bad because in stew you have it's not so snotty. I guess you would say it kind of it kind of cl- uh, yeah. it kind of go meets up a little bit. It does. It does. It's like it's it's close to what you get out of fully steamed, but it's like a halfway. It's like a it's like a half boiled or a soft boiled egg, yeah, if you will. There where you it's go. where it's got some better consistency to it. Nice, interesting. Okay, that's a good one. You see a cute girl at the bar. What's up, girl? How you doing? How you doing? What's your move? Hi, I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> oh. Hey, girl. Hey, do you have an ugly boyfriend? You want one? <laughs> you ever been disappointed in bed? And that's how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, uh, I, I've always thought that I am horrible and one without game. Uh, I have had friends that I wasn't fucking tell me I've had game, and I'm like, how are you to judge? You're genuine. Um, You're gen- you are pretty genuine when you go out and you have a conversation with somebody. But I think that's why, because my friends then see, I guess, what is an attractive side as where the girl I'm trying to fuck I'm not saying so, I'm not I'm not that same guy when I'm talking to her. So, Kevin Bishop and I have been out <laughs> uh, quite Shit. a bit to different places when we were both very very single, single and man. And he would tell me he was like, "Man, this girl, uh, you know, <laughs> we've been we've been talking, met her here. We had a good night. We met at a bar down here, and and she bartends here, and and, and we're gonna meet her here. And we go out, and you." I could not tell by your actions what your end goal was. Well, because I didn't know what I could get. <laughs> no, I mean, but for some of that, I mean, what's funny is like, I mean, you can probably gauge this. The ones I did fuck. Did you notice any difference in the actions to the ones I didn't? No, I don't. I really don't think so, I did. See, my my thing is, uh, I, I I can't not be me. I, I want to put on a face or or a, or a, a bravado to you know to go get the you, girl. You get and a I suck little. At that. You get a little... I'll get tongue-tied and clammed up. No, no, no. You get a little louder. Interesting. And more of a... With me, I don't really notice anymore because we we rib each other so much, but you rib those around you more when there's a girl there who you are trying harder to get. Which I know is not a good move, but however, I feel like that environment is me in my best social butterfly form. I feel like that's when I... Yeah, I mean... I'm in full bloom. As long as you're just not going up to other guys and touching their beards... Yeah, no, those are different times. We've lost <clears throat> the car keys. <laughs> World's longest sound bites. God damn it. Right? Fuck. Um, this is one whole night out with you. <laughs> this is how everything starts, and now it ends up going. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so, I, you know, I, I feel like I tried to put on a special face, but I'm one who, hell, I guess I'm agreeing with myself here because I'm the only person I've ever heard say it, but I feel like I've gotten accidentally laid uh, several times where I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's not on the table, and then, you know, they're in my bed, like, kind of looking at me or, or all of a sudden we're in bed, and I still don't think we're going to fuck. And all of a sudden, then the wandering hands come out. It's like, oh, we fucking okay? Like, I don't... I, I mean, feel it's like just... every time I've been late, it's been an accident. <laughs> <laughs> including That's what the, they say. <laughs> including the one that, that brought me here to this earth. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, but it's, it really is. I mean, I've, I've had girls that are into me that I do not even have a remote clue that they're into me. There were a couple, like, in the same year, and I'm like, how fucking tone deaf am I to these signals? Right. Um, and then other times when I'm trying to get a girl, I don't... You know, I, I know that the only thing I'm good at is just like trying to talk and not lie. Spitting game. That's what I was thought game it's was. Odd. Was, like, it's was odd. That, that, that good lie about yourself. Like, it's not really a lie, but it's kind of embellishing. Like, that's the shit I suck at. Well, it's odd, you know, being that you have for quite a while been in a sales career. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. But I again, can't, I can't. Part of what I get, part of what my customers like is that I don't lie to them. Yeah, I, hold, I just held mine at gunpoint until they bought. So. <laughs> It was, they told you not to carry a gun, and you're like, uh, I'd rather, what is it, rather carry 12 what, than be carried by six? What happens in my briefcase stays in my briefcase. <laughs> I opened my briefcase one day at work, and Will saw it, and he's like, his face went white. And I was like, oh, this isn't for you. This is for the one that's coming for you. And, like, ever since then, he, he was, was the like. you gave that phrase. No. <laughs> better, better, to, better to pack six and be carried, or pack have, 12 and carried by six. I may have told him that. I, that was when I, I heard it. We were at, we were at the uh, the relocated store. Okay, that was when I heard you say it. When you had the management role, I may have. I know I told it to Steve. Yeah, he. I saw him. You know him and his wife are divorced. Yeah, yeah. That was a uh, so funny enough. My waifu is in the personal fitness industry, and at one point was fitness. Um, sorry, <laughs> fitting. No, fitting my dick. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Scuba Steve's uh, lady came in, and they. Her and her friend, they wanted to make their butts look good. And then I'm about that fast life. forward. I'm about that butt looking fast, good. Like, well, ladies, forward, if you're making your butt look good, keep doing that shit because it's working. Well, fast forward six months to a year, they're now on the splits and whatnot because she was cheating on him. She wasn't trying to make her butt look good. I see. I for thought the it man was paying the, for the gym membership because I, I know it was that bitch didn't work. Other way around because, like, he, no, uh-uh. he, he called me one day um, in reference to my. By full-time job, he had a mm-hmm. question about a customer's personal finance because yep. they were trying to get around something also related to the cell phone industry. You know, I was asking him, I was like, so how was Because I, I was on hold getting him to the yep. correct place. I was like, how are things going with me? And he's like, oh, it's crazy, man. Me and, the old, me and my wife broke up, and I'm, you know, just, I've lost a bunch of weight. And I was like, yeah, I saw, I saw you, you, know, you lost some weight. person. And uh, he, he, I was like, well, what happened? He's like, I've been just me being, me being stupid. And I, he's such a genuine guy. Yeah, I thought that him being stupid was. No, he. No, uh, I think he means like he let the marriage get away from him. He he didn't care enough, maybe or you know whatever he think he thinks her her going astray is his fault. And you know, marriage is a two way street, double edged sword. That it's, dude's so good, man. He I don't I don't I. I but he played video games. He wanted to go out with the boys. He had the two kids. They, yeah, they he, were living with her on our parents' land or some shit like. But he takes such good care of his daughters. Like he drives. 45 minutes when he has the girls. He drives 45 minutes to take them and pick them up from school. Well, that's part of the, They put them in private school, I think, too. 
Well, whatever. I mean, shit. That's just more, yeah, more of how good he is. Yeah, but and he and like these, these going back to that. These he just found these two dogs malnourished on the side of the road somewhere, and mm. and picked them up and put you know put them on Facebook and was like, hey, does anybody you know can anybody help me out? I got these two dogs. So if now here's my question for you: if you could try any drug, zero, you know, negative, short or long term effects. You know, basically, you could try any drug risk free. What drug are you trying? I have two that tie. Two. I have oh. two that tie each other. Okay. The first one is quaaludes, because you can't get quaaludes anymore. From what, what I understand, they quit making quaaludes. Now I'm sure that there's some I'm chemist out there. Sure, I mean, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm sure that there's some chemist out there that can can make quaaludes. I'm sure that there's some Chinese laboratory on the dark web where you can order quaaludes. But I would love to try those. Because I've, I've, from what I understand, they're relatively. I thought they were like they basically are a sleeping pill. But if you can break through the wall on that, then you are fucked. Huh? Like you are out of your mind. I feel like that's uh, some Wolf of Wall Street shit driving the white Lambo home. I, I wanted to try them before that. I don't know what podcast that I used to listen to back in the the heyday of podcasting, but they would talk about like. Uh, ketamine and different experiences from these illicit drugs. And they were talking about quaaludes and this guy from, you know, he grew up in the sixties, you know, his, his, you know, teenage to 20, 20 ish years were in the sixties. And he was just talking about how great quaaludes were. If he could do anything over again, it would be quaaludes. So that's, that's that's option one. What's the, what's the one that's still in production? Heroin. Yep. See my, my whole thing is that I want to wait till I'm like 70 because what the fuck else do I got to lose, maybe? I have a good friend back when I was in the restaurant industry. he mm. I was in the front house. He, of course, was in the kitchen because guys that do heroin typically work in the kitchen at restaurants. Right, and steal shit. Yeah. Um, he, I, uh, I, we were hanging out doing coke one night, oddly enough, after he had kicked his heroin habit. And some of the best fish-scaled Madison North Carolina has ever seen. <laughs> So we're doing this, and and we're talking about drugs and different things, and he's t- he you know talked about you know heroin and how it affected his teeth rotting out and all this other stuff, Oof. and I was like, well, what's it like? He said, the first time I did it, I came. <laughs> wow, I've actually never heard that before. It's, I know it, that it's supposed to be that euphoric. But he said, damn. it. If I could describe it, it's like touching fingertips with God. I've heard that before. And yeah. I'm like, well, I if I were to, I if, if I were to do that, it sounds like something that I'd want to be like every day. Hey, God, high five. <laughs> Which is why I've never done heroin. I mean, there was a girl that I was friends with. She used to hang out with this guy. Come to find out, she had been cheating on her boyfriend with this guy. But this guy was a heroin addict, and she watched him shoot up like every day. Now they fucked, they fooled around, whatever, whatever. But he actually never once offered it to her or anything. Then one day yeah, she goes. You ain't getting into my heroin. Well, then one day she goes, can I try it? And his dumbass, being the heroin act that he is, let her fucking try it. And she had not missed a day. And at that point it was like seven months. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, it, was, it wasn't seven because that seven comes in at a different number. But it had been several months. Um, she was spending though seven hundred dollars a week 
supporting that habit. Where and, do you get that money from, though? Oh, she was a waitress, and she was fucking hot. Oh. So, I mean, she was she made the money. But then she started to really suck at being a waitress, yeah. and she was fucking zonked out all the time. Yeah, you're nodding off and, at the table and shit. But, I mean, I was like, she we, we called, like, we, we made the joke that, like, that was my work wife. Um, oh, and even her, even her boyfriend at the time, which I didn't know she was cheating on him because, you know, again, cause our relationship was pretty wholesome. We were just buddies. Yeah. Um, but like I was friends with him too. Right. So when I found this out, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? And, like I just, it would, it was sad. It saddened me to see how, that, and then I shit you not fast forward a bit, calls me out of the blue. I'm, I'm just drunk as hell, but it's like, it's, it's now daylight or like the, the sun is starting to peak up. It's past four in the morning in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I got a call from her. She shows up like an hour later. I'm like, damn, I ain't seen this bitch in forever kind of thing. Like, all right, what's what's going on? She ballooned up. I already saw her snacking and eating chocolates back when she was like skinny as a fucking rail. Right. Then she's literally blew. She had to have gained minimum 80 pounds. I mean, she didn't even so look she, like herself. she got off of it? No. No. In the car ride we took just to hang out and see what was going on for a little bit, she had me ride with her while she's she snuck eating. into her parents' house and snagged a needle that she knew where she had hid one. Oh, so the, eating the candy and stuff from the, de, the delirium tremens and all that stuff. It, yeah, that was where she delirium tremens. Is that what that's from? Heroin. Yeah. Uh, you can get it from you can get it from alcohol. Well, no, no, I mean, alcohol, but. you know the beer delirium tremens. Oh yeah, D- DTs like coming off of drug off of See, drugs. I thought deli- DTs were detox. I thought mm. that was just a delirium tremens. Huh. Okay, this is eye opening. I learned something new today. Google. It's your friendly neighborhood, Matt Knight here. <laughs> that's that's funky. Let me see. It's kind of funny. Run. All righty. More sound bites. What's the favorite? I feel like we've talked about this. What's the favorite? No, you just asked me a question. Oh, did I? Well, then fuck me. Oh, yeah. Ask, well, ask me no, a question. No, no, thank you. Leave that to wait for you. <laughs> What's the listening. kindest thing you've ever done? I don't feel like I'm without good deeds, but I will say... Uh, living in my old apartment, I was exiting the building, and, and the reason I'm telling this story is because somebody else noticed this, and it was not for anyone else's enjoyment or pleasure that I did this. Uh, I didn't do it for the brownie points, is what I'm getting at. There was a guy that lived upstairs from me. We called him the Silver Fox. Well, his lady was coming from her car to her to the front door of the building that we lived in. I was almost to my car, and I saw her with this huge, heavy like box full of stuff. So I walked back to the door. This is like all the way across the parking lot and up a bit of sidewalk, you know, nothing. I, I, I didn't feel that bad, but I mean, it's still definitely out of my way. Uh, so I went and held the door for her. She walked up and I walked back to my car and then went to work. Unbeknownst to me, her boyfriend had seen her pull up and was just kind of eyeing her out the window. So he saw me go toward my car, then back to the door. So he just thinks that, Oh, I've got to go back inside. I forgot something, you know, whatever, whatever. Then he realizes all I did was hold the door for her and then go back to my car. And he thought that was just like the fucking coolest thing. He's like, dude, who does that? He's like, that's, that's awesome. He gave me big brownie points for somebody yeah, that I wasn't really aiming for. So it's, I can't say it's the kindest thing I've ever done because I've probably done something a lot more grand or impactful. But I, don't know, I feel like that story goes a little bit better. And because I really can't think of something generically kind that, I mean... I've had friends with special needs. I've had, I mean, I've gone out of way my, my way for buddies, so I'm sure there's something that trumps that, but I thought that was a better story. I like it. Uh, so now my question that you so rudely interrupted me and didn't let me fucking ask you, 
which I already think we might have even talked about at some point. What's your favorite Christmas gift that you have ever received? We have talked about I that. I feel like we have. And I can nix the question then. No, we don't have to. Let's change it a little bit. Okay, what's the best Christmas present you've ever given? No, I don't want to change it that much. Uh, what's the, what's <laughs> the best... question is this? What's the best <laughs> Christmas present I received in my adult life? Okay. Because my original one was my Teenage Ninja... Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bicycle. Teenage Ninja Nudin Turtles. Teenage Ninja Nudin Turtles. Teenage Ninja Nudin Turtles. Teenage Ted Nudin Turtles. Turtles on the half... Anyway. Horses on the half shell. Horses <laughs> on the... Going to hell. <laughs> uh, a watch box. My... Ah, uh, yes. My Christmas present from Wifey Sauce the first year that we were dating... I believe something like that. I believe, yeah. I believe, I believe. I believe in a thing called love. Yeah, I had a, I have a, I have a fetish for watches. So I really love watches because he straps around his dick. Because I feel like I don't really, I have a smart watch, but I almost never wear it. I love since, mine. Since I haven't been working with the public, I haven't worn a watch at all. Since I'm just here at the house. But all when the time. you dress up, you want that statement piece. I mean, even even when I just go to Walmart, I put on my white G-Shock. And I've even had a compliment, like, at a bar that we go to that we frequent. You know, yeah, just so I, I needed something to store my watches in. And she had this fancy watch box with a monogram given to me. Sometimes in life, things can come across as rather odd or often peculiar, a little like the way that you decide to tune into other radio stations other than ours. 